You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast. And welcome to the Fanboy Garage. I'm Chris Lasanti, joined by my co-host, Aaron Varola. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome to episode 131 of the Fanboy Garage. This is just the audio edition. There will be no video today. Um, we are without our third compatriot, Vanana. Um, she had other commitments, but that is okay. We will carry on with what we've got going on here to give you guys a show. Um, and we're going to keep it short and sweet because the only thing that really rocked the shit out of this world was WandaVision. Yes. really worth talking about. It certainly opinion. rocked Aaron, who released a video. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's on our uh, Instagram, on the yes. Fanboy Garage Instagram page. Aaron released a, like a an immediate reaction video. That was on Friday, right? It was the day the episode dropped? Yeah, there's the day the episode dropped. Yeah. I quickly devolve into F-bombs. Yeah, um, He's, he melted As I start down. thinking about the uh, the implications of what happened in this episode, um, I have to say I've come down from that. Um, I've watched the episode probably three, three times already. Um, and damn, is it good. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It is really, really good because I, I, uh, so, I mean, let's, Hey, let's just cut to the chase. Right. So, so for all you guys who are listening, this is a spoiler review in-depth discussion of everything that happened on WandaVision episode five. Um, they, they just blew the lid off of the MCU. Um, I, I know that there's, there's speculation about, well, you know, is this really a thing? Yes. Pietro being re, quote unquote being recast uh, with Evan Peters, who famously played Quicksilver or Peter in the X Men universe, uh, pops up in WandaVision. How, how what, what what that means? I don't know. I mean, she may have plucked him from from a different reality to kind of fill the gap, but um, that's a it's a very deliberate decision made by Feige, made by the folks who are who are making this show, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, if, if we want to take it for what it is, the X-Men universe is being blended into the MCU for well, all intents and purposes. So we think, right? So, I mean, obviously, yeah, we, I mean, right. we, we jump, we're speculating. Yeah, so we jump kind of right to the end. But, yeah, so, I mean, sure. let's just start this episode. Basically, Sorry, it takes see, place in the 80s, I'm not, right? I'm not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes place in the 80s, uh clearly uh inspiration from Full House, which, you know, a nod was it to Full House. Well, so there was there was a lot of insp- so like there was a family ties thing there like with the There's all yeah, the, credits. With sketching and stuff Yeah, like with that. all of that, but like the 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 um the house itself was kind of Full House-esque. And there were also like I thought the opening aside from the uh like the sketching and the painting being drawn or whatever. I thought the majority of the opening credits were full house esque. Uh, some of the musical choices and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but either way it, it was set in the eighties and, um, 
you know, this was what we were talking about last week where we said, well, now that we've been we've yeah. had an episode that focused entirely on what was happening outside of this reality, this alternate reality, like, would we be bouncing back and forth or would we kind of go back to the sitcom format? And well, we got our answer. We, we went back and forth. Right. So mm-hmm. the show mm-hmm. feels very complete now in that, um, you know, we have this this one narrative now where everyone's watching in on. WandaVision, right, or whatever this this alternate reality is, trying to still figure things out, figure out where it's going, and uh, but now within that world, you're starting to see a lot of cracks, right? Like oh, yeah. Vision now is starting to question what's going on. Everything, yeah, yeah. he's questioning everything, um, and yeah, so we're starting to see a lot of those breaks, and and we even see Wanda come out of it. Right. Yeah, that was that's intense. It was that, that scene yeah. was intense. I mean, you know, we talked last episode where like, is she really the villain, right? Because they're they're kind of painting her to be the villain, and and even in this episode, um, Hayward is all about, you know, she's a terrorist, this and that, and um, you know, Monica is like, no, um, obviously she was a former Avenger, and you know, there's a. Uh, I'm still on the fence with it. I, I still I still feel like she's being manipulated. She um, talks a little bit about it at the end. She's like she says, I don't even know how this thing started. Right. Uh, but yeah, she comes out. I mean, she's in full, full blown mama bear mode um, with the drone and all that kind of spying on her. And uh, you, the, 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 the tall tale sign. Of, I mean, the first not tall tale sign, but the, the the first moment that we see her lose control is that she cannot control the minds of her kids. Right. She wants them to go to sleep, but because she has created them in this world, they are real people to her, and and Monica re- reinforces this. Mm-hmm. Um, she cannot control them. They are not. They are not of the Westview ilk, and. Uh, so they can't, you know, they can't be manipulated. And right. and Vision also um, is starting to reveal that he uh, he is pushing back. Yeah, and and well, we also saw that moment too with Agnes, right? Where yes. she's like, should we retake that? Yeah, because he wasn't he wasn't on script, <laughs> right? Which is which is unusual too, because like that's the first time that I think I think it is that we get the f- impression that these people actually believe that they're like filming a sitcom or a show right yeah because so... that wasn't just like you know for at this point like i was thinking that like these people were trapped in this this world whatever and but they they believed that they were like these characters but that moment right. makes you think that it's like oh wait no hold on <laughs> like at least in this case, it it was like she was aware of the fact that like she's an an actor or a character playing. So, Agnes is a very different beast yes. in this world. Yes, and it the fact that she um, goes into like let's take it from the top, yeah, kind of thing. Whereas like everybody else, when they slip out of character, Dottie, for example, in episode two slips out and and then quickly just goes right back into it um 
the awareness of Agnes in that moment tells me something else. Tells me that she's she may be a willing participant in all of this stuff. Um, yeah, or at least have some some something else going on. Which there. we we kind of have had speculated. A, yeah, we've had a hunch that that's the case, right? Yeah, but but you know she uh, you know I didn't get the sense of like like fear that that the other dude um, had when he kind of came out, or even like Dottie right. had when she came out. Well, um, that's the thing. That was the other creepy, and that was creepy. What was it? Is it Norm? The guy that yeah. where Vision like touches the sides of his head and he snaps yeah. out of it. And it's it's actually for the first time you really got the feeling of like, oh, wait, like this is torture for these people. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. like, yes, on the surface, it's this happy go lucky like sitcom, like everybody's wonderful, whatever. But like the reality is like this is evil, right? This is like taking a toll. And then he zaps right. him back, and then it's kind of business as usual. But uh, yeah, and then and then, but the thing is too is like the consciousness of those people is almost like in this, like he's sort of aware of time in a way because he was like, "Where's my phone? I have to call my sister because my dad's sick. I got to find out how, like, what you know, I have to find out what's going on. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like a, yep. a sense of worry. So it's almost like they may, I want you know, obviously, so. So Monica comes out, tells us like, like it's excruciating pain. It has a lot to do with grief, blah blah. So I wonder, like, if in their mind's eye, they are watching themselves at put on this show, because she she had she had awareness of what was happening, and that she was not in control, right? Like Norm does. So, yeah, yeah that, that's that's uh, no, that's, yeah. There's a lot going great. on, and and it's you know it's also interesting too because you know Wanda puts up that additional. I guess block whatever you want to call it when she comes out and confronts them and then goes back in. Yeah. But like, so Monica, right? Monica Rambo in the comics is a character that does have powers, right? Mm -hmm. And she can like, I don't exactly. It's like she bends electromagnetic energy or something like that. Now they, they kind of did gave that to Captain Marvel right? Like her mm-hmm. so thing. But like, it's interesting if you think about her and how like she could see it. Right. And she was able yeah. to get into it where other people. Yeah. I think she, I, I think she has her powers already. Yeah. It seems like it. She may not even maybe realize it, but yeah. Um, and, and, and there's, there's a, uh, every time they mention Captain Marvel in some capacity, she avoids it. Right. So, and you know, I don't know where that comes. It could be, it could be for a whole host of reasons. Like, um, you know, she, she was she was essentially blipped out. So so maybe she feels a certain kind of way about sure. Captain Marvel and in her mom's death and all. You know, who knows? Or she she already has her power. Who knows what the hell the deal is there? But uh, yeah, I mean, when they pull out her results, her lab results, and they all kind of come out with this like whitish, mm-hmm. you know, fuzzy thing going on, it's like, uh oh. I think we got somebody here. Yeah. Got a little super, super juice going on. Yep. So we'll see where that goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering she's in Captain Marvel 2, you would think mm-hmm. that by the end of this show, they would have to take her character yeah, somewhere. Kick her off. On the, like, like start her off on her, on her journey, on her hero journey. Sure. <laughs> All right. So um, 
now getting kind of getting all of that stuff out of the way uh i guess let's talk about the moment which yeah. was a moment that i was not prepared for so hell no i you know had her everybody was losing their minds over this episode um you know tavo was texting us before i was even awake um <laughs> on that friday and then you guys were going back and forth and uh, and then, you know, everyone else was just kind of like, oh, my God. So I, I wound up watching it on Friday night uh, around like 730 at night. So by then I, I had heard that everybody was like losing their minds and I didn't know why. Um, mm. But I heard I kept hearing like the MCU will never be the same after this or everything is changed now. And I was like, wow, what could that be? And as the episode's going on, I'm like, all right, like, OK. You know, like, it's, it was a really good episode, but, like, I was waiting for that. Yeah. Like, I was like, how is the game changing here? And then all of a sudden, within a second, I got it, right? So the moment at the end where her, you know, she goes to the door and opens the door, and there is Evan Peters, uh, and, yeah. and she says, you know, Pietro... Oh, he said, does he say like, hi, sis, or something like that? No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't, doesn't say, right? She just says, like, Pietro. She just kind of stares he, at him. Yeah, he does. Like, yeah, he does say something towards the end, and it's, like, goofy. And then Darcy, of course, says, like, something they like, recast. yeah, she, she recast Pietro, like, which was yeah. cool, because that's, like, you know, that puts Darcy in the role of, like, kind of speaking for the, the audience. audience. And yeah, yeah, also, yeah. um, you know, they're really using this concept of sitcoms television to their advantage, right? Because oh, that's one yeah. of those classic, not just sitcom tropes, but like television tropes is like the recasting of a character, right. uh, you yeah. know, and, and in many cases, recasting the character and not necessarily even having a, a reason for it, right? Just it just kind of happens, right? So they, yeah. they you know, they, you have, I mean, obviously, it's the, the other Darren thing is what they call it which is again bewitched has a big influence on this show but we saw it with roseanne right with the beckys which was yep. like they actually were bouncing back and forth depending on the episode the at Viz. one point towards the thing right and viv and all of that stuff and, and in soap operas yeah. you see it all the time right where right. where characters are recast and Hell, sometimes we even saw it in the mcu with roadie absolutely <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know so sometimes you don't uh, sometimes they come up with a reason and sometimes they don't, right? So like in, usually in like a soap opera, it's like somebody got a disfigured, disfigured and they <laughs> yeah, they had surgery or whatever. Uh, but oh, in sitcoms okay. and even in the MCU, they just kind of – sometimes they'll make jokes about it, like wink, wink, you know, but like yeah. it just kind of happens. And we'll see where they go obviously from here because they, I would hope that they're going to really get into this and explain – like how this is even possible. Cause I, you know, uh, so obviously this is the Evan Peters was Quicksilver for those of you who don't know in the X-Men franchise, starting with X-Men days of future past. And at the time, um, you know, so Marvel studios did not own the rights to the X-Men or, or things related to the X-Men, right? So the concept of mutants, right? Things like that, certain characters, but there were two couple of characters that there was some gray area there, right? And Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were two of those characters. Where, because they were technically Avengers. Because they were Avengers. 
Right. So despite the fact that they were, you know, <coughs> Magneto's kids, uh, the fact that they were Avengers kind of let them fall into both right. sides. So while the X-Men franchise never decided to do a Scarlet Witch, they did decide they were going to do a Quicksilver mm-hmm. at the same time that Marvel was going to do a Quicksilver. So we got two Quicksilvers, right? We got Aaron Taylor Johnson playing their version in Age of Ultron, and he was quickly killed off, mm-hmm. right? And then you got Evan Peters playing his Quicksilver in Days of Future Past and then got a bigger role in Apocalypse, Apocalypse. and then was in Dark right. Phoenix. So, and I, a lot of people believe that the reason why Marvel killed off their Quicksilver so quickly is because they really were only interested in Scarlet Witch because X-Men weren't, were not going down that road. And they didn't want to have two right. competing Quicksilvers. So they, the story that they were looking to tell wouldn't have made it made more sense to have them mm-hmm. quickly introduce a Pietro Maximoff and then have him killed. Uh, so it, it kind of all worked out. But now everything's under one umbrella. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really want to see where they go with this because on the surface, and again, you can't really take this on the surface, but th- this doesn't make any sense, right? There, There's so much about this that doesn't make sense. And, and even like somebody like you, right, who, the, you know, the continuity king who you used to get like hives thinking about just the Deadpool movies and how they fit into the X-Men universe. Well, like if you think about this, like, and I mean, I will, I'll get to it in a second, but like just on the surface, like how does she even know that that's Pietro? I mean, she, right? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't. Um, you, unless she's being manipulated unless, and she's, yeah, you know, she's either one being manipulated or in some way, like I said, in the beginning of this episode, she, she plucked a pH or out of, out of another universe. Right. Or either right? The, because yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so like, and, and I think it's fitting too, because this isn't, it's interesting because it's an eighties version of, mm-hmm. of like the show. Right. So they're set in the eighties and like, Technically, kind of works. If they pull, you know what I'm saying? Because he's right. technically from the from the 80s, and he kind of fits the bill. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, she she should have no no concept of of there no. being another yeah, and especially especially because if you actually think about the X Men version of the character, I mean, he was Peter Maximoff, right? So, and right. I get it, Pietro, Peter, I get it. But he was an American teenager. Right. And I don't believe he had a twin sister. I, they did make reference, I think, to him having a sibling, but I don't believe it was like a she, twin sister, though, right? No, it wasn't a twin sister. There was another sibling there. Yeah. I feel like there was like another, there was a little girl. Yeah. In his area. Right. But like. And obviously yeah, they do the, eventually. No yeah. And they do eventually reveal that he was Magneto's son. Right. So there's that. So there's a lot of those things, right. which were none of those things, obviously, were part of the Pietro that was in Age of Ultron, right? So right. it's fascinating to see, like, okay, because, you know, and that's a very different use of, and we don't know, again, which way they're going to go with this. But let's just, mm-hmm. for now, assume it's tied to the multiverse concept. Because why, right. obviously. Well, of course it yeah, has to be. sure. It's a different use of that concept because, like, what we've seen in the past, like what DC did, right, where you had Grant Gustin's Barry Allen come face to face with 
Ezra Miller's Barry Allen, right? Right. So they're two different versions of Barry Allen's flesh, but they essentially had characters that had the same backstory for the most part, right? There's details that may have differed, but their right. their backstories are, the, are for the most part the same. You know, there was Iris Wests in both, well, as we know from Zack Snyder's Justice League, there is an Iris West, right, as well, and his and Ezra Miller's Barry Allen's life and all of that. So, like, there were some, mm-hmm. you know, differences, but for the most part, it was kind of the same thing, and they were just different interpretations of the same from different Earths. And if you look at, like, what's going to happen in this Flash movie, like with Michael Keaton's Batman interacting or right. being there with existing with Ben Affleck's Batman and whatnot, it's like, okay, yes, they're different yeah, Batman, but there's, for the most part, I mean, they have Bruce Wayne is yeah. Bruce Wayne has the same backstory. Again, details are different, like, but, you know, the parents were murdered in Crime Alley by different people, but still, it's the same general idea, and they become Batman to, you know, avenge avenge that. So it's, it's essentially, this is, sure. like, different. Like, these are different characters with different origins yeah, I mean, and different, and different interpret, not just different interpretations, but just very different versions of those characters and so it's fascinating to see how they're gonna go with this and i'm not gonna judge it yet uh, because we don't even know how any of it is possible what the origins are yeah what how what this is gonna be i kind of i kind of likened it to the spider-verse films where like it's kind of it's still it's different it's like the peter b parker and the and the Peter Rother Parker, I don't even remember the blonde and the 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 blonde version and the and the brown haired version, Peter. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's, you know, they're still Peter Parker. They're they look a little different, um, but ultimately their story is the same. These, to your point, these two are fundamentally different. Yes. Unless you're talking about like a Miles Morales, who is a very well, it's different, a different character, though. Right? That's a monocle. Right. That he, yeah, it's yeah, not the monocle. The moniker of Spider-Man yes. is fitting a different character. Exactly. Like what, that's what I yeah. I almost feel like it's almost like this was more like they went and found a another Quicksilver <laughs> rather than another like again yes i get it, it's peter maximoff and all that stuff but like really the only main thing that those characters had in common in the way they were depicted is the variant of the name and right. the, the general powers um yeah and, and like to your point before he comes with a whole bag of shit cuz there ain't no magneto in the mcu yet well they right um, which is fine because again you know we but, can but there is a magneto in the x universe yes and if if they are essentially plucking this dude out of that universe and dropping him into this one, then he comes with a whole bag of shit. Right. He comes with a bag of like I know I know of a Wolverine, I know of a Magneto, I know of a Professor X, and all of these fit in my little bubble, but they don't they may not exist here. You know what I mean? So that's right. like Ooh, I mean, I don't even want to get ahead of ourselves because to, we're going to sit here and sure. spin our wheels on shit that, like, it it may not even be, in, or it may be completely something different, and we're like, okay, cool. Um, you know, the one thing the one thing that I appreciated about about the reveal there was the build up to that reveal. Um, the fight between Vision yes. and and Wanda was so so well done Mm -hmm. and he's like you can't control me like the you know like the the folks here you know and she's like can't i and then she rolls the credits 
Yes. And then, you know, and then they they kind of walk off set, you know, not even walk off set, but they walk out of the kitchen and then it's like we're no longer in the show. We're like in their universe. And then they like spar. Yep. Spar with each other. And he gets very angry. Yeah. Which is very different. But and, and then and then, you know, the the. Oh God, man, she, like I believe her. I kind of feel like she's not in control. You know, like she what she says about I can't control people going to the dentist. I can't control, mm-hmm. you know, walking their dogs, all of that stuff. And yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. And um, and she looked too to me um, like she did not plan like that. I see some people who are like, oh, you know, it looks like she planned that just so that they could get out of that moment. Like get out of that fight, right. but like I don't know. She seemed pretty taken aback by that, like yeah, him showing I mean, up at the door. So it's like, well, was that it, part of her plan, or was that dropped in there to by something else or somebody else to yeah, break the so the tension of the here's moment? Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this show. So the episode two, where they're like for the children, for the children. Here's here's the irony of that. There ain't no children because Vision calls out in this episode. I walk by the playground and there ain't no other kids in Westview, yes. right? So right. they've got that whole – that episode two for the children. So they're sending Wanda subliminal messages because then she gets pregnant at the end of that episode, right? Mm-hmm. Then um, – and remember, Agnes had an important role to play in that in that sort of seeding of the message, right? We get to – this this episode and the dog dies and then the kids reveal oh mommy you can bring back the dead right and like agnes's face is like oh you can do that like almost like uh i want to see that you know what i mean like go ahead do it like and and they have that dialogue about um you know feel you know needing to feel the pain and not running away from the grief and and she before before that even happened, she does talk about PH. So I feel like like she would maybe she is manipulating and maybe someone else right. is manipulating her to do it. Um, or but, maybe uh, she maybe a combination of both. Maybe she yeah. was expecting Pietro, but not that P. You know, like no or not. Yeah. You know, you never know. I mean, so or, or this. You know, the manipulation is to push her further into like she's a you know she's the puppet yeah she's you know the the one on the strings um which is ironic given her tie to Ultron um but uh yeah I'm 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 fascinated by like who the who the who is the villain of all of this because they're not gonna get it can't be unless she's having a, a psychotic episode that's the other thing right she has two two different personalities because the other thing that's odd is she has moments in the show where she is like she snaps herself out of the thing you know like she that's not when i say snap herself out of the thing like snaps herself out of the show like in, in the role that she's trying to play like in that moment when she's having that argument with um with vision you know he says to her it's not often that you, you know, you find a dog and bury it all in the same day. And she's like, well, things move fast in the suburbs. You know what I mean? Like she sticks with that character. And then he's like, what? Can you just stop it? And it's almost like her guard gets dropped. 
I don't I don't know what it is. I, there's a, first it's brilliant because I'm I'm catching on all this stuff and I don't even know if it's <laughs> is it real? Is it not real? I don't know. But that's where my brain starts going. I start watching watching the characterization of Wanda intently and like that again that conversation where she's like the doorbell rings and she's like I'm not doing it and he's like statistically speaking like I have no you know it's like, like you're definitely the one who's doing this um but she seemed she seemed legit when she uh she said that she didn't know how it started right. and yes. and then the other the other reveal was that she I mean, she literally is having sex with a dead body. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> yes. She steals Vision's body, but how the hell did she know that it was in a sword facility? That's a huge question to me. How did she know that? Someone leaked that shit to her? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah, one of the other reveals, obviously, but... Sorry, I just went all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I there's my, a lot. My brain is flying on all cylinders yeah. that this episode. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, you guys, you and Vanana last week were talking about how, like, you're all excited, right, about this show and how, like, meaning in the sense of, like, it gives you that feeling of, like, that the MCU is back and you're pumped up for, like, the new And I was like, well, I'm not really getting that even though I love the show. This episode gave me that. Good. Welcome to the crew. Well, because it, it's like now this is just we're going now into like this is such a bigger thing now than it was yeah. an episode ago you know i mean they yeah they certainly cracked you know they they cracked open the curtains and it's it says something like what i enjoy when i enjoy shows is when i can't predict what's happening i don't know any like i can't put my finger on oh this is going to happen next or that's going to happen um, this week's reveal caught me, caught me so unaware. And, um, you know, one of the things I mentioned on Twitter was that we were all so fixated on Pietro, right? That we for, we didn't, we missed what was happening behind the scenes with Darcy. So as Darcy catches the T glimpses at the TV and sees the moment when Pietro is re reintroduced, that reunion, the, all the alarms are going off behind her. And right. people are running around like there's another breach of the of that thing. Or I don't, you know, maybe she's shoring up the, she's shoring, maybe Wanda is shoring up her, her force field, but uh, something else is going on there. Because there was a lot, of, a lot of commotion happening, and I don't know if it was because of Quicksilver or Pietro. Right. Uh, but I, But I doubt that. Yeah, I don't. I do too. You know, it's funny because I was just um, watching that moment back again while mm -hmm. we were recording, just to see it. It's like when she first opens that door. I mean, there's a she's stunned. Oh yeah. You know by what she's seeing. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it's we, it's like you know weird for her i think i think it's like oh this you know it looks and feels like my brother well not looks but kind of like resembles and feels like my brother so is it my brother and then he's like aren't you gonna give your brother a hug right yeah oh god and evan peters is he, i mean he played that like you know the the brother who's been 
like you know to your point before about the tropes of the sitcom like the the out-of-towner the guest appearance of the character you know what i mean like someone making a making a cameo in that um and then for the first time we are we are ahead of the you know darcy and and agent Wu, um because you know i think by and large they are like you know they are voicing some of the questions and watching along with us the audience but like we know who that character is right you see what i'm saying like yep. we know who we know who that quicksilver yeah, she is she doesn't right she, she just and knows so, that it's obviously it's not the pietro that she knows um right yeah so like that to me is and then and then when you when you think about what's happening with spider-man and Alfred Molina coming back, Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro to some degree. All of that stuff, all of those rumors kind of flying around about Spider-Man, like I'm starting to see what, you know, like this idea of the, the multiverse, like what they're trying to, to the seeds that they're planting for this multiverse. And it is exciting. Um, it's very yeah. I'm 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 just like I'm so excited about what's going to happen with the MCU now. And I'm like, can we just get Doctor Strange like right now? Because I think this is that this is the character I need to see. Um, there's a rumor that there's going to be another another uh, cameo, for from somebody. Right, at the end, like uh, if I were to quote what they what somebody said uh, when they were interviewing Elizabeth Olsen. A Luke Skywalker-sized cameo. Sure. In the finale. Who do you think it's going to be? Well, I mean, that see, so when you say something like that, though, so that's subjective, right? So, yeah, I, I mean. You know, because, like, uh, my thought would be Doctor Strange. And that was where my head Not went, but... based on what, not that, because obviously that wouldn't necessarily be considered a Luke skywalker as cameo. But again, that's why I say it's subjective, because it's like, in her mind, maybe it is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we know that they said that this movie, this show was going to tie in directly to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so that part would make sense. Um, but you're right. I mean, look, the, clearly they're going in a in a direction with their multiverse um, where they, it's, I almost feel like they're going to like cherry pick the things that they liked about the other movies and just yeah. kind of keep some of those and then figure out the rest later. I mean, you know, is right. is. Is Hugh Jackman going to show up as Wolverine? I mean, that would be a Luke Skywalker-esque cameo. Oh my god, that'd be so weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's why I'm saying, bizarre. like, when you when you make a statement like that, now you're raising the bar, right? Uh, so I almost feel like you're setting yourself up for disappointment because the Doctor Strange cameo would have been cool. Again, it's, I don't know that yeah. that's what it is. Would have been cool. But it ain't no Luke Skywalker, right? But if you if you talk about that. Uh, now it's like, well, that's got to be something that nobody expected. What, it's got to be something bigger. What if it's Ian McClellan? That's um, Magneto. Yeah, that oh would my God, that would work. Be seismic. Sure. That would be seismic. Yeah. Um, what if it was Andrew Garfield as Spider Man? Well, that would, I mean, that would be weird. Would, it it almost be, wouldn't even be, fit, though, right? Because that would be, I'd be like, like, what the? Yeah, that would be. I mean, sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I, 
like I said, I think next week I'm hoping that they now start to dive deeper into this, right? And I, I mean, they're going to have to address it, obviously. So we'll see how they do address it. I mean, is it going to be... Are they going to do, at least for an episode, like the, the typical sitcom thing where they just kind of make jokes about it and don't really talk about it? Or are we going to get, like, will Darcy and, and her crew start to investigate this and try to, will they be the ones who yeah. get us to the bottom of this? It may not happen in the I, context of the the WandaVision, the, the show within the show, but it might happen outside. Uh, maybe Because somewhere along the way we have to get our answer. I mean, I think that we're going to get the same format of the sitcom and then the real world, whatever, because because there has to be a threat to Wanda. And right now, S.W.O.R.D. and everything that's happening there is is the threat. And I think that the vision uh you know kind of questioning everything is the internal the internal thing that she's trying to keep at bay um eventually this i think eventually this is all going to collapse on her and you know for a show that's based on not based i'm going to say based loosely but is based on grief yep. like everything that's happening in this show is is happening because of grief if you <clears throat> take her kids away which is what happens in the comics Mm -hmm. she loses her mind if that is the moment where it just creates all of this chaos um because she cannot she she's obviously using this platform the tv the sitcom thing to kind of you know cover her grief and like deal with that um, if you take her kids away because the world essentially is attacked and she can't kind of hold it together anymore, like having that kind of, you know, kind of psychotic breakdown is going to be what spawns the next, you know, kind of movies. I think that that may be an interesting area to play for, for the, sure. the rest of these films and um, would make for a very interesting, you know, I mean, it kind of plays well with the theme that that's being discussed here with, with, you know, why she is doing what she's doing. And, um, you know, some of her comments that were, that were kind of alluded to in this, in this, uh, episode where she's like, I, what can you possibly give me? I've already, I got it all already. I'm making it up as I'm yeah. going along. And the, you, you know, know, the thing is you can't, you can't now, so just quickly getting back to this whole Quicksilver thing with the X-Men and all that. Um, like, you can't, like, you have to go all in now, right? Like, if you're I, Kevin I Feige, so. like, you, he's not he's not the type to just do things, obviously, just no. to do them. And, no. I mean, he's not going to do this if he didn't have a grand scheme in mind. Like, this wasn't just a cute little cameo for the sake of this show, right? Or a cute little thing to have no, fun with the audience. this is a Spider-Man in Civil War type cameo. Right. Like, there is, there, yeah. is a, there is a plan in motion. Sure. And especially since we already know that, like, Deadpool is going to be part of the MCU, right? Um, he dropped mutants. Yes. At at their uh, press conference. Yeah. So, I mean, we, look, none of this is surprising that this was going to happen. But it was just, you're right. I, that was a great analogy. I think you're right. This probably is Spider-Man in Civil War. Like, now we're going. Now, who 
and what. So I think most people thought that when the X-Men show up in the MCU, it was going to be very different versions, right? That we were going to be mm-hmm. getting um, like kind of the MCU take on these characters. They'll be recast. They'll be have new origins, whatever. But by throwing this in there now, that doesn't mean you can't go that route. But right. at least we know there is going to be some tie now. And thanks to this multiverse concept, there's going to be some tie in and connection to that franchise. And since they own the rights to that franchise now, it would make sense to not render those films completely irrelevant. Right. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. I mean, does she does she cherry pick a, a Deadpool out of his... You know what I mean? Like, out of well, he was he Robin. did a count. He was in Deadpool, too, right? Like, no, as no, a no, cameo, no. I right? mean, like, does De- Deadpool who Quicksilver was yeah. here for a hot second? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. But yeah, but what I'm saying is, does does like Wanda cherry pick a dead? You know what I mean? Out of nowhere, like a Deadpool somewhere. Well, again, like we're her- we're assuming that that's what happened here. We don't know though. Yeah, or or in her break, like there's obviously some multiverse issues happening where like people are popping up. From other universes, very, very much like what sure. Far From Home was, where like they say that the snap ripped yep. a hole in the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's essentially ripping holes into into the the universe and multiverses, and now people are kind of flopping into different realities. Yeah, it's very possible. You know, I mean, th- there's no guarantee that that snap was only affect. If there is a multiverse, that it wouldn't have affected said multiverse. Yeah, you're right. And people could have been you can say, oh, people are going to pop back up now in different places. Yeah. Well, man, I don't I don't even know. <laughs> this, this this is like one of those. Uh, yeah. The show just keeps on like. The question about why the hex, I don't even care anymore. I'm like, why Quicksilver? Why this guy? You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm stuck thinking about this stuff. But hey, Friday is uh, only a couple of days yeah. away. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how this show that I, I didn't have a ton of interest in. Like, I was somewhat interested in it, but not, like, crazy. Um, it, it really is turning out to be this, like, game changer. The type of thing that, like, is just really setting the stage. And, and it tells you that, you know, these Disney Plus shows, like, you're going to have to watch them. You know, if you're an MCU fan, and, and I know some people are going to, yeah. like, cringe at that idea. It's like, oh, you know, how much can we pay attention to? But, um, you know, I I actually, I don't think it's going to be very difficult. You know, I think no. there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of Disney Plus content, but there aren't going to be a ton of movies, you know, realistically, right? You get a handful yeah. of maybe, what, three, four movies a year tops, Um. And then these shows are going to fill in those gaps. And yeah, so you're going to have to invest time. But, you know, I, I mean, clearly there's a reward, though, which is the key. Oh, yeah. Like, these aren't just going to be throwaway shows that are disposable, well, I mean, that you can just, that's, oh, that's, I'll just watch this thing. one or that one or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about the show because, well, Disney, they've given us, you know, like a, a Two epi- two seasons of a Star Wars show and it was awesome. We're getting our first MCU show and it is awesome. So it's like all of that love and attention is being poured into these shows. Like, sign me up. I'm good. I mean, I was signed up anyways, but 
you know, I remember us talking about this like way back, like early epi- episodes, episodes, um, <laughs> and talking about, oh my God, are we going to hit, hit a point where it's like fatigue watching the show, having to watch a movie and like, you know, do I have to watch all this stuff? And I'm not, I, I'm at a point now where I'm like, I'm going to want to watch this stuff because if it's yes. that good, like, yeah, it's, Plus, gr- it's making for great television. Yeah. And I've. I find that, and maybe it is partly the absence of the films, uh, you know, yeah, from last year. But also, I just find that since I don't watch a lot of, like, regular television anymore, mm-hmm. as far as shows go, that, um, and since a lot of the streaming shows are bingeable, like, there's plenty of time. And these shows, these episodes are not long, right? These are short seasons, they're they're not, this was the longest of the episode so far but it was like i mean 40 minutes of actual time but this show has like five six minutes of credits um yeah so like these are not long episodes and they're not long seasons so it's not like you're investing really that much time and the the bingeable stuff you could binge quick um i don't watch a lot of like television obviously movies haven't been a thing so like I, i really feel like it's just like the perfect storm of like just now wanting this and and it's it's great now you know for the first time in a while to be able to have like this type of conversation where you can get like geeky over something you know where you can just like really start to dig into like multiverse and like wait what like the x-men universe and marvel universe and it's it's like this was something that like a year ago seemed like who knew maybe we were years away from talking about this and now here yeah. we are talking about it. So like, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it really started, I guess, technically with the J Jonah Jameson cameo, right at the, in the yep. mid credit scene, yeah, in Spider-Man I mean, far from home. I mean, yes. that was really your first taste of like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's that the guy. That's the same guy, but that's not the same version. That's a yeah. different how and it's like, that? of course, there would be a J. Jonah Jameson in here. And if it looks like that guy who looks like J. Jonah Jameson from the Raimi film, like, cool. Yeah. You know, I think, I hey, that's cool. That's, you know, that is that is uh, Marvel, like, you know, tipping their hat, going, yep, we got this multiverse thing down, too. You know? Yep. Um, damn. Damn, man, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's, I hope all you guys who are listening enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, you know, if you guys had, have any, had any qualms or any issues with what you saw on that show, please let us know. We'd love to discuss. Um, you know, it's, it sounds like it's just a resounding, you know, like oh my god everyone's bugging out about it um i'd love to know if there's people who don't like it sure um there may be but you I'm know i'm sure there are yeah i mean and that's fine but because i mean there should be i, I think it would be weird if there wasn't but um yeah. you know it's uh i mean it is what it is i i also love that they they called it on a very special episode because again that's such an 80s sitcom thing yeah. for those of you who don't know or remember in the 80s when there would be a very special episode of insert name of 
you know, comedy. It meant that yeah. that was going to be an episode that wasn't going to be, that was not going to rely on humor. It was going to tackle a, a very sensitive and many times mature subject, you know, like yeah. uh, teen pregnancy like death or <laughs> death, right, of a, of a relative, right, friend, drug use. Um, Smoking. Teen, you're right, teen sex, things like that, you know, things that were in the 80s were big issues. And uh, and that's what that's what that was a reference to. So yeah, so it's clearly this episode dealt with a lot of drama, and uh, it was more serious in tone, you know, than uh, than what we've gotten to this point. So yeah, yeah, well done. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, applause is all around, and I, you know, here we are. Sure, let's let's get to Friday already. Exactly. All right. So I guess on that note, we can get out of here. And, yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. So, of course, go to thefanboygarage.com. Check out our merch store or check out our episodes. You can join the conversation on social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter at The Fanboy Garage. Of course, you won't be able to see our pretty faces on this episode uh, on our YouTube channel, but you can go to The Fanboy Garage Podcast on YouTube, subscribe, like the episodes, check out the ones that are up there as of now, and... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RealCLMighty. And you can find me on Twitter at AARonSpeaks. That is A underscore A underscore Ron Speaks. Thank you so much again for listening to episode 131 of the Fanboy Garage. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if not, well, then maybe we won't see you next week. But for those that did, catch you guys next week. You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast.